Red Motivators. Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 293 of the Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strathers, and with me, as always, is my excellent co-host, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. Buddy, we got hey. a new Star Wars show to talk about. Uh, multiple episodes of the same one. Yeah, how about them <laughs> apples? We got yeah. a guy named Tim with two M's. He's about the most <laughs> plain guy I've ever seen. The making out <laughs> with a super hot chick. Good on you, Tim. I'm sure everything will work out just fine in the end for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we got... Listen, I'm just going to tell everybody right now. I saw that there are some like potato cam footage of some stuff from Skeleton Crew. Oh, I've not seen Not that. interested. We're not talking about it. Mm, but it's good. out there if you want to see it. I don't want to see it. Uh, we watched some She-Hulk. We uh, recorded other podcasts. We bought stupid stuff. Uh, Cruiser has been streaming a ton of mm-hmm. Xbox action. I am close to streaming a ton of Xbox action. <laughs> so yeah, it's we have exciting, exciting stuff to talk about. But before we jump into all that, Cruiser, tell me what's yes, shaking, man. Um, I, uh, like you said, I, I've been streaming a lot. I've been uh, really getting into uh, Im- that Immortals Phoenix Rising game. It's it's very very good. If you've ever played, uh, I know you haven't, but if you ever played Zelda Breath of the Wild, it's a lot like it for a lot of the mechanics and stuff and some of the things you do. It's kind of like okay, I see what you're doing here, but uh, they added some extra stuff that made it a little cooler for or different, I should say. Um, it gets kind of repetitive. It's 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 a pretty grindy game, you know. Uh-huh. Uh But but I, I I've been enjoying it. It's kind of fun little you know fun little soft story to go through. You know, nothing too crazy, nothing too extremely hard pretty fun though that's cool well yeah. uh i'll get to what i've been playing in a minute but okay <laughs> spoiler alert it's red dead redemption oh my god and that? i've been going back through the story mode i started uh my second play through the story like a year ago and then put yeah. it away for a real long time and have just sort of drifted back into it and i'm on yeah. a stream there's this one side mission storyline where arthur meets this widow who lives up in the northeast corner of the map Okay. And his interactions with her are really, really something else. She's up there, she and her husband. Well, I mean, in a good way. It's a okay. very good story. The This woman and her husband had moved up there to leave the city and like chase his dream of being an outdoorsman. Okay. And then he dies. Whoa. And she's stuck and she's like, I'm not giving up, but I don't know what to do. Arthur comes upon her just like kneeling by his grave crying. So he teaches her how to hunt and survive and all this stuff. And this is while he's in the grips of the early stages of tuberculosis. And he visits her several times over the course of the story. It's really, it's very touching, man. It's very, very good. Yeah, And uh, because it really strikes a chord with me, this part of the story I'm in that it's never too late. Yeah, it's never really late late to change who you are, which segues perfectly into the next thing I'm going to say today. And thank you, Facebook, for reminding me because to be honest with you, it's not something I dwell on and I always forget. But today, sixteen years of sobriety. Today, hey. 
Yeah. Congratulations, buddy. And, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> that's one of cool. those things, man. I don't, I don't, if I can encourage anybody who's going through this, because you'd be shocked at how many people have the secret struggle where, you know, they're oh, celebrating yeah. a month of sobriety or whatever yeah. from anything. I mean, it doesn't have to be booze, anything, right? Oh, yeah. Listen, don't take it for granted. I've, it's been 16 years for me. And when you think about it, like, I mean, I have not backslid one single time. But that's just when it gets you. As soon as you yep. get comfortable and complacent, bam, that's when that's when it ha- hits you. And you, you, it's interesting to note that I still occasionally have dreams about drinking after all this time. Dude, that happened with my that happened with my grandmother and smoking. Like like she quit in the seventies, I think. And she said when I lived with her in like two thousand six, two thousand five, she told me, goes, yeah, every once in a while I still have dreams about sitting around with my girlfriends, smoking a cigarette, and like forget, like sitting on the edge and forgetting about it, and it is slowly burning my tablecloth, yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, I dreamt about smoking for a really long time. Yeah, uh, frequently. But like with drinking, it's it been, latches. <laughs> yeah, it's been fewer and, and further between. But it's weird because the the alcoholic mind, and mind you, I'm just using that as a broad term, but your own mind when you deal with anything like this, right? Mm-hmm. Your own mind is the wiliest, worst enemy you'll ever face. It's uh, always because, with you too. What's that? <laughs> it's always with you too. Well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. here's what happens. Here I am, upstanding citizen, dream <laughs> about Strollers. drinking, and I'm in my dream. I I am not 100% sure, like, if it's real, I'll wake up and be like, oh, God, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. But even in my dream, and when I'm awake, before I realize it was a dream, I'll be like, man, I think probably what I should do is just not tell anybody this happened and keep claiming yeah. I've been sober this whole time. <laughs> Because yeah. the last thing I want to do is let people know that I suck. And, oh, you know, man. that's just, that's not good. No, no. And, and it's just one of those things that like you, you don't want to have to admit it happened, you know, like you were so like, like, like literally your, your, your sobriety can drive. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's not how long it's been, you've been sober. It can drive. Yeah. Well, and you know, yeah. what's crazy. I started thinking about this too, is, uh, I have, this is the longest I've ever gone with not drinking. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Think about it. I know. I My you. previous record was 13 years. There you go. There and you now go. it's 16 years. Wow. It's setting milestones. Yeah, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> but yeah, man. So it's pretty cool. Uh, a I new feel, record. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really good about that. You but should. Speaking of things I feel really, really good about. Why don't we get into this noise right here? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go first because check okay. out what I got. Uh-oh. I got this bag with a huge bottle of Crown Royal in it, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Happy uh, Sweet 16. <laughs> so I decided it was Treat Yourself 2022. 
Nice. Amanda and I were uh, dropped the kids off at school Friday, head to Target. And for reasons I can't explain right now, I wanted to get uh, this four-pack of the Bluey family figures. Okay? They look so good. And I'm like, oh. But then while we were there, I see the big Bluey fold-out house. Mm -hmm. Only at Target, it says. Mm -hmm. On sale. Mm. Just like my pants were at the time. 25% (laughs) off. (laughs) Just kidding. But... But yeah, they were. Tw- it was twenty five percent off, and I'm looking at it. I'm going, man, that would be cool. And she goes, "Is this what you want for your birthday?" I'll just get it right now. If this, is- I said, no, no, that'd be frivolous. We can't do that. We're wandering around the store, and I'm like talking out loud, going, and it reminded me of another period of my life where I'm like, man, you know, what if it never goes on clearance for less than that? Oh. I mean, because seriously, that's twenty five percent off. <laughs> Start scratching, and man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got any toys up in here? Hey, we got more toys over here. <laughs> but yeah, and so it's driving me crazy. We end up at home. We're gonna watch a movie, and I said, "Hang on, let me go get a drink." And I don't remember what she said. And out of nowhere, I'm like, "Man, you know that Bluey house?" Uh, I looked on Amazon. I can't find it. Blah 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 blah. And she goes, "Do you have any money?" I said, "I got a little bit of money left from my last gig." <laughs> All right, let's go buy that blue house. So we went back to Target and I bought it. I haven't opened it yet, but by God, I did. And both the kids come in my office down here and they're like, What's that blue house over there? I'm like, It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's going to be on display directly under my sale barge. Oh, yeah. Yep. Actually, the sale barge might move down a shelf and the blue house will go up there. That might be what happens. But yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that. And I got to tell you, I'm super stoked on it. It's yeah. so cool. I tell you what, right now, I love Bluey. Oh, yeah. But. Now, yeah. We, we got we got that for my daughter, Lily, uh, for her birthday. She's been playing with it a lot. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure about half the little pieces are already missing, but. She, she, she enjoys it. And she like, and it plays, it plays music and stuff. So, you know. Yeah. Everybody loves to hear that theme music coming on. Dude, that theme is great. Yeah. Yes, it is. Just keep that in your back pocket. That'll come back. (laughs) Not today, but it'll come back. Uh, Yeah, man. So I was pretty stoked on that. The other thing I got was, um, I've well, it's not new, but it's new to me. I've got this big-ass monitor sitting here. I don't know how big this thing even is. 24 (laughs) inches, something like that. Yeah. Right behind my laptop. It's great. My buddy gave that to me at work and I'm like, yeah. neat. And so I had to make sure I told everybody when I was carrying it out under my arm, this was given to me. I'm not stealing company <laughs> property. Okay. But man, <laughs> it makes using my recording software so much easier. Cause I do yeah, a lot of work at home. Yeah. Not just podcast related, but a lot of it's <laughs> podcast related. Yeah. But yeah, now I got this dope ass monitor sitting over here. So hooray for me. <laughs> you are we are the collector of screens that yeah, is and I think sure. I think that's it man I think that's all I got but what about you man what did you get well I got a a, a really cool surprise on uh Friday maybe, maybe it was Saturday uh my my buddy Drew who's also a listener of the show we were friends before the show like uh we went to we went to graphic design school together 
Um, but he or we were we were in it wasn't grabbing in school. It, it doesn't matter. Um, and we haven't hung out in a while, you know, life, kids, all that stuff. And but we will be text every once in a while. And he told me he listens to the show and he likes it. And he's actually a patron, which is pretty cool. Um, he hit me up and said, Hey, uh, I know this is last minute, but I got an extra ticket to the Colts game. Do you want to go with me? And they're playing against the Chiefs. And I was like, run it by the wife real quick. She's like, Yeah, sure, cool. And then like he told me, oh, by the way, it's like 20th row, like from the 40 yard line, which means it's like basically wow, right there. That's cool. Yeah. And I was like, uh, that's a shock. And he and he had like this like it's just a whole deal. He had parking and everything. It was great. So not only did I get it, I get to go for free, but like it was just like a good time to like hang out with my friend again that I hadn't got to hang out with forever. So it was just a, it was just a it was a good day. It was one of the better days I've had in a while. And uh, it's always good to reconnect with like friends you haven't seen in a long time, and it's not weird, you know. Like you know, slightly like oh, I remember when we were yeah. hanging out all the time, you yeah. know. What's what's and like and like your lives are like completely different, you know, like when you were hanging out with them than it is now. <laughs> but uh, no, he actually married us uh, at our at our wedding. He married Rachel and I. Uh, he he's not like a priest or anything, but he got ordained online. You know, we're we're, we're heathens, so he did it for us. And uh, and it was it, it was it was cool because we it was it was all very like amateur, just the way it should have been. You know, like with like him and with me, like I was like planning on like doing like a like doing my speech like improv you know all that stuff at the end and i and i and i went and the problem was is i went after rachel and she had like written down all these very meaningful things <laughs> and so so then was my turn i was like <laughs> i love you so much you know <sighs> but anyways uh, yeah so it so it brought back all that stuff you know just just, just good, good memories good times so yeah that's what i that's what i got this week good uh Good friends. Come That's back cool, to me. man. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, speaking of football, real quick, mm-hmm. some pretty exciting news whip right out from under my feet in the cruelest oh. of ways. Uh oh. The NFL hinted around that one Ms. Taylor Swift would be performing mm-hmm. the Super Bowl halftime show. Well, this week she officially politely declines. Oh. And so they've got Rihanna. Which is cool. Yeah. However, <laughs> much like the NFL, she was not my first choice. <laughs> so I don't know how that would make you feel. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, good on her. That's, she's a killer performer, great singer. But uh, yeah, man, Taylor Swift's not going to be. I was never more excited about a football game in my life. I mean, I, I bet there's only like really, excuse me, a select out of artists that would actually want to do that. Like, I know it's huge, like, you know, whatever, but like most of the people, like, you could say huge marketing, but it's not really because everybody who ever does those things are well established and famous across the world, you know? So right. it's not like that. It doesn't but, win them any fans with, with a few exceptions, with a few exceptions. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you might, you might get introduced to some new people, you know what I mean? But you're already a massive star, you know what I mean? So right. it, it, she's probably just like, what what does it benefit me besides a mountain of stress for like three months? You know right. what I mean? Like like planning for it and everything else. Well, exactly. And I don't think people realize what an event like that takes because what yeah. she said is she wants to use that time to continue working on re-recording her back catalog. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're right. Three months of rehearsals, 
and all of that stuff. That it's not just hey, show up the day before, we'll run through this and we'll do this. It's a especially huge, the Super Bowl. A, it's yeah, a massive event. I mean, there's there, I mean production. The um, the amount of people involved, the amount of lighting, the amount of sound cues, the amount of yeah. py- pyrotechnics, like stage changes, like. Yeah, I mean, look what Lady Gaga did. The chick jumped off the roof and everything else. And like, did you see ever see her halftime show? It yeah. was intense. And it was, it was so much change. She had been playing that for months. You know, she's been, amazing too. She I fantastic. Her. She's one of those, she's one of those generational talents that just can do mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And then it's in done. She, she can do like whatever genre of music. Yeah. And she's a, and she's a great actress at the same mm-hmm. time. It's just like, it's not fair sometimes. Yeah. She just <laughs> continues to evolve, man. That's yeah. that to me, that's impressive. Growth is impressive. Yeah. And I know that's something that like Metallica, a band we both love, got a lot mm-hmm. of grief for, but like, look. Yeah. I mean, man, it's we can't be thrash metal for our entire career or well, we'll have a very short career <laughs> because they like other stuff. And yes. I mean, so I just to throw this out there, a little ad for patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators coming up in a couple of weeks is an interview that on that's metal that I did with Steve Crothy. I talked about this last week. Uh, one of the things we talk about is how as a guy who's like in, known for being in this sludge metal band mm-hmm. that does the theme for blue harvest and all that. A lot of times people incorrectly assume that, Oh, metalhead. That's all he likes is metal. And yeah. no, the dude's done all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah including a Lady Gaga cover band with Halls. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but yeah. when? So, yeah. I, I want mean, to see that. <laughs> right on. But anyhow, but anyhow. So, uh, I guess, really, man, the thing to talk about next, since I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl now, is something I will watch. Man, I'm like trying to do all these segues. I don't know what's going on with me. When did I start caring again? <laughs> don't know. You know what? Actually, it's funny you should mention that because that's something else I'm working on is uh, figuring out what, like falling in back in love with things that I loved. Yeah. Not my wife. I've, I love her, but I'm just saying like playing yeah. guitar. <laughs> yeah. I busted my guitar out the other day and recorded a thing. And I was like, yeah. huh. Yeah. That's the first time I've played in my house not learning a song or giving a guitar lesson in forever. Wow. Yeah. That'd be a good feeling. It was pretty nice, man. It really was. But anyway, so stuff I have watched and will continue to watch, one of which is Andor. Yeah. The long awaited. We, I mean, I heard, I was listening to Hawes and Will and Rick Villanueva on Blue Harvest this past week. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about the timeline, and it's like, I forgot how long it had actually been from the time they announced that show until now. Yeah. That was like 2018. Oh, yeah. Something crazy like that. And I'm like, is that right? And now I feel like, I feel like it was Celebration Chicago, wasn't it? uh, I feel like we knew about it before then, didn't we? Or is that when they announced it? Or was that 2019? Was that 2019? That was 2019. Yeah. 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 But, it was, I mean, it was, it was around then at least. <laughs> so here we've got the first three episodes dropped all at one time. And yeah. now listen, I love staying up late, but I cannot stay up late and watch three episodes of a TV show when they come on at two in the morning for me. I just can't. 
don't It'd have it in three in the morning for me. Yeah. I, I considered it. I was like, man, maybe I should, maybe I should do the Patreon thing because the first three episodes. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm staying up till probably five in the morning and then getting up two hours later, take my kids to school. Nuts. Yeah. I'm an adult. <laughs> That's brutal, man. Yeah. 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 But uh, I did watch it. <laughs> What I did was stayed home from work that morning and watched yeah. all three episodes. And like an adult. Work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. And I got to tell you, I, there's so many things about it, but my overall feelings, I really, really liked it a lot. What about you? Uh, I, I, I agree. And I would say, I really liked it. I want to say really fast. I glad, I'm glad that they immediately uh, told us who Cassie Andor was like immediately, like with like, the way they basically copy the beginning of Rogue One and the beginning of Cassandra, like with, mm-hmm. with what he does, yeah. like his, his, like 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 they immediately they immediately, they immediately tell you what he's willing to do. Yeah, and I, I I think that's cool. Well, one of the things I liked about it, let's just talk about it. The beginning episode, first of all, the opening title sequence is really cool. Yes, I think it's, it's part it's, of the it's show. It's very nice. Yeah, I think it's, it's part it, of. The, oh man, what planet's this? Oh, it's. And yeah. or, but it, that we I li- see, I like it much better than the Kenobi one. The, the Kenobi one just like it just like comes in. I'm like, come on, mm-hmm. do we have to do this? Like, just show us Kenobi. We know <laughs> the that we start out in the blue light district or the red light district, if you will, of a uh, of a city's under seedy underground where like all the porn shops and the brothel that he goes in, and yeah, it's like, dang, it's see. <laughs> This is what we're gonna do. If you, and, if you guys didn't realize, we have adult content on Disney Plus now. Yeah. <laughs> and I did like that when he gets into it with those two guards. The one that gets killed, I mean, it was genuinely, genuinely an accident. Yeah, he's like, no, he's faking. Yeah, wake him up. And he, yeah. it's like he was shocked, but then he realized that what he had to do to get out of there and not have this be a thing was kill the other guy. And the fact that they like unapologetically put a blaster in his face and shot him. Yeah. It's one thing like on Rogue right One. Right out the gate. Yeah, where the blaster's behind the guy's back and you just yeah. understand what happened to seeing this blaster in this guy's face. And that dude, one of the things I did think it was really cool is their superior who yeah. said, no, we're not going to mention this at all because what we got is two idiots who were somewhere they shouldn't have been doing something they shouldn't have been doing, and they plainly pissed off the wrong person. Yeah, and he nailed. It. I want to. Yeah, I want to say that chief or whatever has been through the shit too many times of these of these rent a cops getting a god complex, yeah. and like thinking they're going to go out and police the fucking world, and they keep getting their. They're fucking reminders that they're not shit. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you something that hurt me, man, was thinking it triggered a memory of my window got smashed out one time at a basketball game when I was in high school. Me and a bunch of my buddies had driven over to the next town over to see the basketball game and uh, drank a bunch of beer along the way and came out in between games and my window had been smashed out. Mm. Whenever I called my dad to tell him what happened, the first thing he asked me was, who'd you piss off? What did you do? You plainly did something to bring this on you. How do you know it wasn't just a random act, dad? Exactly. He's he's like, he's like, he's like, son, I know who, I know you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, you're a butthole. 
I've seen that. Right. I've seen that that I cut off jean jacket. I know what you're about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that that back patch of the Grim Reaper playing the fiddle with Metallica on it is. <laughs> That's just a sign of no good. You and your mm-hmm. friends from the Hellfire Club. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, yeah, Eddie and I were oh, there. Anyway. Uh, with your hard chop mullet. <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I totally got it whenever that guy said these things. And yeah. but when What's-His-Face and everybody think thought the same thing, that it looks like Gabe from The Office. Okay, okay. Which when one? He, the the one who's like, no, we got to find out who this is. And oh, oh, yeah, yeah, won't, yeah. Won't yeah. let it go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate that guy already. I hate him. Instantly. It's it's like we all appreciate someone who does a good job, but like if your job turns into like a complex, you know, where like you, this, it becomes your self-righteousness, it's like, mm-hmm. ah, well... We instantly uh, do not agree on what constitutes as being good in the world. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this, I mean, this guy told you, like, look, these people were harassing him. They got what they had coming. Do you really want to cause a, a, a incident and right. get lots of people killed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> good job. Good on and, you. And yeah. So let's talk about that. Well, if, let's get there. Let's do the dance. Let's do the dance. Okay. We'll get there. Dancing. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really liked is the methodology that they use to flash back to Andor being a kid. Yeah, I love um, the no subtitles. Yeah, and that's the other thing I was going to say is how hard they went in on that with the amount that those kids spoke Yeah, in cool. this language that isn't real. Yeah, that, uh, well, well, like I, I, at first I was like, what the hell? But then I was like... You know, maybe it's some kind of ancient civilization. They're trying to say that, like, they don't have any actual documentation of what their language is. So, like, so likely, if we don't know, you don't know. You know, that right. kind of thing. You know? <laughs> well, and that could be, too. That's You bring up a fine point, man, because, yeah. you know, one of the things, they, Canari, where's that? Yeah. What is that? Who is that? And from yeah. the looks of it, from what I'm to understand, is that all of the adults were killed in a mining accident. Yeah. Allegedly. Oh. Well, like, or like poison gas. Like, I was thought they, they can't mention the poison gas, and then we'll get into that part. But, like, I, I I wonder if it was like maybe the gas doesn't affect the children the same way or something. Maybe it's something weird like that. And that could be, uh, well, so let's just talk about that too. When we get to the ship has crashed, they go up there, and like the, uh, the leader of the mm-hmm. tribe of, of kids, the girl, mm-hmm. she ends up getting killed. Yeah. Which is just, why you come to and the first thing you got to do is kill the closest person you see that's who's holding a stick yeah i thought (laughs) that whenever i saw that they were yellow Mm. right at first i thought the one guy was an alien because his his there was something with his hairline and his face i couldn't pin down i agree but i guess then when they showed the one up close and it looked all splotchy i'm like oh oh okay something happened here yeah. But I don't know if that's like what went on in the the mines or what. But it is interesting too. Something you have to wonder about is the mining accident that happened on Jeddah during Rogue yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, that sort of thing is this this one of those deals where something different may have happened. 
yeah, the empire had said, had said we had enough of this and that all adult all adults were in there to get rid of all the evidence and right. <laughs> yeah. And so the lady who took Cassian and the guy that was with her, I assume that when they mention when uh, Luthen later mentions mm-hmm. that his dad was hung mm-hmm. in the town square, I'm assuming that's the dad they mean, not his dad on Canari dad. Yeah, that's why that's why I think too. Yeah, found but, family. But with yeah, yeah, him getting taken by them, that dude, what a what a trip. Yeah. To be taken yeah. away from this life, you know, and I mean you're essentially a primitive tribe at that point. Your your greatest technology is uh blowgun. They're like they're like they're like human Ewoks. Yeah. 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 I mean, really. Yeah. But, uh, you know, overall, the way they jumped back and forth, they did it, 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 the storytelling was cool, but they did it in a way that you weren't sure where you were at when the yeah. flashback would first start. Yeah. That, that, that was weird because, because they, because they usually have some space and time between mm-hmm. them, but then there was a couple of times where they, they cut him shorter. Yeah. Like, hey, wait, 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 wait. you well, tricksy bitches. <laughs> he goes, so just as an example of what I'm talking about, he goes to get that part yes. that he, that his bringing Luthen, what's his face to this, the planet for. And so you see him and suddenly you see a, a figure walking into a ship and hits a panel that opens up and takes yeah. something out of it. But that's in the past. When yeah. that happens, and I'm like, "Dang, that that was neat." Uh, the that's also a big risk uh, if you think about uh, keeping the audience engaged and not, yeah. conf- you know, like 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 wanting to confuse an odd audience is a, is a risk, especially for a major um, a major production like that where a lot's riding on it doing well, you yeah. know. And that's something too that I, I know the word slow burn has been tossed around a lot, which is exactly what I would explain. But it's like it's on a simmer, man. And Do you think that the word the term slow burn has been used in uh the, the conversation about Andor since that came out, or uh how many times they referenced how small he was in the in the episodes? <laughs> Cause they brought it up a lot, like don't let his size <laughs> You don't remember that? You know what I'm talking about? They mentioned it at least three times how 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 much how much small Andor was. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I thought I thought you meant that like people in real life are talking about it. No, no, I'm just saying like how how what what happened more? They call it something yeah. called small. I mean, people are saying the word you know slow burn. <laughs> but the, it, the pacing, it is the phrase going on right now. The pacing of this, I love it. Yeah. It's no. like there's a lot of story to tell and they're going to tell it. And that's what I find exciting because I can, there's tons of stuff already out there that's just flashbang, super fast cuts and, and you know, flying by the seat of your pants kind of thing, but being able to stretch out and tell a story. And, uh, you know, I, I assuming from this point forward, we're getting one episode a week. I'd imagine so. Yeah. So we've, you know, we've got nine weeks of, of Andor goodness. Yeah, that 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 should last us almost the end of the year. Yeah. So, like, so that, that, that will probably end like what around like a couple weeks before Christmas or something. I could open a calendar and look, but I'm man. Not the, let's just guess, you know? That's yeah, better. exactly. <laughs> but so when when we talk about like just his life in general and yeah. the people that he knows and that he's friends with, 
And like the one guy who he goes to him and says, I need you to say I was with you last night and all this stuff and how he helps him embellish the story. And just like watching the realness of their lives, like how he's a, a scrapper and they go and everybody's got like their, it's like their cubby, like in when you're in grade yeah. school and everybody's got their hook that they hang their stuff on and just the minutia of their lives, making it that environment so real and so immersive. That was a really cool visual, the gloves mm-hmm. on the wall, because they were so symmetrical. And they, yeah. You know, it was just, and they were all, but they were all different and worn in such a way. You know, the, the, whoever, like, I wonder how large of a department Lucasfilm has just dedicated to weathering. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's got to be a whole department of itself. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wonder if they've just got like a big drum that they put stuff in and just sandblast it. <laughs> It just says this, this roll it like throw some oil in there and like yeah. some razor blades and just kind of see what happens. <laughs> uh, some nails. The you know, we get to see the uh the friends with benefits thing going on between Bix, who is listen, she is distractingly attractive. Yeah, you, I'm, I'm, I listen to you guys in the sit list talk about that, and you all agree. It's it in it, it was such a glaring like it was she she he clearly just must have been packing and like he was just like i she was like when i need it it's good to have the once a week thing you know what i mean right. but like i don't want to be like all tied up with this guy <laughs> right now yeah. my thing is let me ask you this he's clingy as fuck Ugh, not anymore he's not no <laughs> uh clinging to the ground yeah but so <laughs> you see him seeing her talking to cassian yeah. And there's some level of jealousy there. And he turns Cassian in. Yeah. But I don't think that he, my personal take on it is, I don't think there's the jealousy of he's going to steal her from me. It's the danger. It's the danger. And the he's trying to be, I think I may have even said this on the Sith list, where it's like the guy who goes into the strip club and he's like, here, let me take you away from all this. And the stripper's yeah. like, here, let me take all this away from you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, their wallet where he thinks he's going to, he wants to save her from her situation and get yeah. her to settle down. And, and it's not that she's, she's going to leave him, leave him for Cassian. It's that he's, Cassian is going to lead her into like the wrong kind of life. Yeah, I mean, Cassian told at the very beginning, like, you, if, if you wanted to ease your life, basically, you should have chose a less complicated woman. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, what, what do you see? I'm, I'm getting tired of hearing that. He's like, well. <laughs> well, and that guy, Tim, can suck it, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, turning yeah. Cassian in, you don't know anything about any of this. Just No. Just lay yeah. off. Mind yeah, your it, business. I mean, what do you think was going to happen when she found out you did that? Like, it, it wasn't going to be better. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't going to be like, oh, swoon. You Ooh. saved me. Yeah, my hero. hero. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but so, with you know, we're not going to sit here and go through the whole story. Everybody saw it. Yeah. But I really liked the meeting with Luthen, uh, Skarsgård's character. Dude, those two in that moment just did this... It, there's the difference. Here's what I want to say: Star Wars or Lucasfilm, Disney, whoever understands that the one thing they need to keep from George Lucas is his mantra or whatever it was: hire an older, established actor to like really 
bring presence to, to anchor it down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they that's that's been Lucas's mantra since the beginning with and like Val Guinness. Yeah. So like and then in, and then in the prequels. Liam Neeson, you know what I mean? Samuel L. Jackson, you know, those kind of guys like anchor it down, but not right. be too in the way, you know? Right. And, and that's, that's really, but he's got the scar scar. has got, got that star Wars rogue one look, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Oh, it, absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's got the look, he's got the way he speaks, the yeah. presence. It's just, yeah. Meant some, for it. some of the stuff, man, like the two droids, well, the one droid and then the voice of the ship. The, mm-hmm. of Luthan's ship that you hear talking to him. Yeah. That was David Collins, by the way. The ship was. was. it? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I just, man, I think that's really neat. I like that droid. I like the notion that for it to defy logic by being dishonest requires a substantial amount of power for it to be able to perpetuate the the <laughs> dishonesty. And I, 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 that, that's curious because when you think about it, in real life, that's kind of a thing. The more lies you tell, you can't keep them straight. What did you tell this person? <laughs> you know what I've realized is I think Disney is trying desperately to find a way to put at least elements of Wally into the Star Wars droids. You know what yeah, I mean? I can see because that. It definitely like the, the like, like with the collapsible like face structure that, that one mm-hmm. has. It kind of it just it's very Wally, but without all the you know the arms and stuff. Uh, <laughs> or or I mean I mean Wally looks like a little like a like a little Johnny Five. So I mean. What are we doing? For people who don't know who Johnny Five is, uh, you need to watch Short Circuit. You need yeah. to watch the second one so you can no hear, disassemble. So you can hear him do his crappy where he says, "Kick your ass." Yeah. Oh man, that Kick was, your I, ass I, into I, I love space. I love Johnny Five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Anyhow, boy, that took me down the trail. Yeah. Uh, I really basically there was nothing about it that I didn't like. Nothing took me out of it. I I thought just like the world building they were doing, like the the traveling salesman guy that Skarsgård was talking to on the ship. Yeah. Or on the train. Yeah. I really like that. I hope he comes back around. I do I, I would be cool too, but I'm kind of glad that he it was just a man on a train and it wasn't like some spy or yeah. You know what I mean? He yeah. was just I just hope he bumps the, into him again. Yeah. Oh hey man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you stay at the hotel? Told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh just like the operationally of how the their world works, where you've got this yeah. hired security team and all of this stuff, and uh the Empire's not really there yet. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I don't know, man. That's just all very, very cool. And how they're just trying to scrape a living together. And Cassian hates what the Empire really stands for and all that, but hasn't done anything except his self-serving sell stuff, make money. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's good to be get an idea to see how reason why he's as brutal as he is, but still understand his his heart at the same time. Right. But I feel so far. It's kind of hard to like see that that heart in him yet. He's been pretty like like there's been brief moments of it, but it's pretty stoic. I'm doing something. I got a plan. I'm doing this direction, and like I'm gonna keep stomping on all of you till I get the direction I need to go. Because it's what he's doing. Like he's literally right. using everybody 
to yeah. get what he wants to do. Yeah, everybody has, is a is a tool to him. Yeah. And, Maybe not expendable, you know what I mean? Like right. he'll die to protect them. But they but have like, a specific purpose. Yeah, I need yeah. you for this. Come on, quit being, quit being a dick. Like just do this, this, one, do this again. I need this, this is important. You know? Well, and, like, you know, in the first episode he said, I really need this. Yeah. A, a couple of times, like sp- yeah. verbatim, I really need this. Yeah. And okay, he, he back- well, let me just put my whole life in jeopardy. Yeah, and it's it's... But that's the kind. But that's how how those, how those kind of people are—the ones that feel like they have some, uh, uh, like a like a self righteous movement, right? Like they, and they have a goal. Like they're like, look, I will do whatever I have to do, and whatever, and and apologize later if I have to. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's there's a lot of people like that. It's, so I felt like personally the visuals of the show. And like the lighting, the sets, all of that, to me, crushing it. It makes the show amazing. Yeah. I, uh, speaking of details, I want to say the um, before before the before the show, maybe during like I remember we, we brought up how like uh, we all appreciate somebody that's really good at doing their job, uh, but sometimes but sometimes people people go extra. That guy in the tower was the right kind of extra. I love that the guy with the, in the bell tower. Oh with yeah, the anvil. All of I posing. loved his ceremony. I loved how seriously he took it. I love like how it meant it, it meant something to him to be the town bell ringer. You know what I mean? That was yeah, yeah. And I was wondering, does that signify it's this time o'clock, or it's a changing of shifts, or what it is? I, I it sounded like you know works over. You know, it's like. I thought it was a nice touch, you know, that he has to put his hearing protection on because that yeah. thing plainly would make you deaf. Oh, man. Can you imagine hitting metal that hard that's hollowed out like that? It would just <laughs> rattle your eardrums till they fell out. I've played with probably some of the loudest rock and roll drummers of all time. I couldn't mm. imagine what that was like. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, good night. Especially with those, uh, especially, with, especially with those big steel mallets. Oof. I really liked how when the townspeople were banging on all the stuff, you know what that reminded yeah. me of? The movie Bambi, where the forest is on fire. Oh. And the animals are stomping on the ground to signal the other animals and stuff, because that's a real thing. And yeah. but I thought it was super baller that Cassian's mom told them. She goes, "It's when it stops that you really need to worry." <laughs> I'm like, "That's yeah. cold blooded, man." But yeah, I like how they're brazenly doing it right in front of the security guards mm-hmm. too. Or they're like, "What are you going to do?" There's a whole bunch of us doing yeah. it. You better keep moving, man. Good luck stopping this. <laughs> You're doomed. Yeah. yeah. It, I, it, go ahead. I really loved how all that went. I love Skarsgård's, uh, I should learn the character's last name, Luthen something something, instead of calling yeah. him by the actor's name. Just his assured, you know, his uh, confidence. The way he's, you know, already got charges on the door and he tells him, you, may, you find your exit on your way in yeah. and that sort of thing. And then how when Cassian's got the gun literally in this, <laughs> the middle of his forehead and he's just like, what do you want to do? Cassian Ander, you want to fight him for real? And instead of freaking out, whoa, whoa, whoa. And and I'm just like, God, the the fortitude was pretty impressive. And you need somebody like Skarsgård to pull that off. 
to, yeah, yeah, make, to, to make it believable. Yeah. Like, like, like you need a, you, you need a face that you feel like maybe hasn't really ever smiled before. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That was great. I really like the way you put that. Uh, yeah. So let me ask you this. Were there any minuses in the show for you? Uh, yeah, but, but he got killed. That so that was that was that was pretty good. I'm 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 glad to see Ti Double M to see later. Um, I I just it it was he just we he was cringy, and then the fact that he was she was sleeping with him like oh come on man you could do better than this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, man, and what's good what, looking? Yeah, I um because of their closeness, the way they're all communicating with each other, I thought a lot of them were, were originally I thought were all like like kids. On that same place, and yeah, went somewhere yeah, I together. wanted that too. Because, I mean, with because the, they because it was also the cuts they were doing because there were several times where they ended off with um, uh, the lady, you know, when Cassian's present time, and then it would cut to a girl mm-hmm. from his past. I'm like, oh, that's that's like he's just like a sister or something. Like, what 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 is happening? You know, but I guess that's not the case, or you know, or or I, I don't know. It was it was just weird. I but I like the. I like how protective the mother still is of him. Yeah. After all these years later, yeah. keep his identity a secret. And so she's like, every port we go to, like I've taken so many measures to make sure we don't say where you're from. Nobody knows where you're from. Nobody's ever heard of that place. And I, I but I want to know why it's such a big deal. It's because the people there knew what happened. They saw what the empire did. Like, right? Like, would it even matter by the time Cassian was Aegeus now? Yeah. Like, who's going? Like, who's going to do shit with the empire? That's why there's a rebellion that's being secret and right. <laughs> doing you know pirate pirate runs. You know, like they're not really. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's not like it's going to rile up the, the 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 galaxy against them even further. They already know how evil they are. They know, right? Yeah, so. that's a that's a great question, man. I'm hoping that's something we get an answer to sooner rather than later. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean because 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 he was he was taken out of that out of that scenario a lot sooner. Than I thought he would be in the like, in the rainforest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, it, I agree. You know, I agree. But, but minuses, I'm trying to think of them. Um, I there weren't a lot of minuses, honestly. I really, I don't know. It's hard. It, it, anything I would say would just be nitpicky, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I didn't. None of the effects took me out. I didn't really super notice any harmful CGI things. Uh, and the I, only and, thing I even noticed at all, but it didn't like bother me was when he gets, when uh Skarsgård lands on the planet and he uses yeah. his space binoculars to look real far across there. And he sees like the buses coming down. Yeah. Uh, that looked car, you know, it looked like a CGI. I, I, I will say you guys are on the, the Sith list and I, and when you're talking about um the volume and stuff with uh, uh, Nick from Bayside and all that, mm-hmm. I, like you guys were talking about how, how much more apparent the volume is now. And I, I honestly don't think it ever wasn't. I think it was always like quite obvious this is what was happening, but it was a cool way for them to like, you know, like do something different and try it a new way instead of just having mm-hmm. like green screens or having to make an entire set, you know? I well, feel like I I I feel like I feel like I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you know, what you said. I'm saying I feel like I don't know. I still think it's quite it's quite a remarkable achievement. I wonder oh, yeah. how I wonder how much power it uses 
while it's going to run all those computers to run that thing. That's Can you imagine question. how hot it is in that central location? How much AC and shit they got to pump in there to keep oh. it going? The water running through those servers. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably cooling those with Freon, man. Yeah, dude. They, uh, got, they got their own HVAC system. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that uh, the volume is amazing. My only yeah. thing is, it's like, yeah, it's always been apparent, but now I'm focused on it more. Yeah, well, you it. were saying like the the, the, the the it makes it makes the area small, right? Make it makes mm-hmm. it pl- plainly small scene. I I I agree, it does do that based off of what they have, what space they have to work with. Um, well, I felt that really bad. That there there's the one minus when they were doing the chase scenes inside of the city, right? With with the with the with not the 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 private police force mm-hmm. and. And going after Cassian and all the all the chimes ringing and all the little battles happening and stuff, that felt um, like I mean, it might have been, but it might have been this by this this the, the scene itself, but it felt really repeated shots. You know what I mean? They'd be like they would start one spot and they would end over here, and there's that clearly B roll from that side. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and I think part of that was for me was that it made it it accentuated the fact that it was impossible to tell where you'd gone, how easy it would be to get lost. Yeah. yeah. But one thing I really liked, and I feel like this was at the end of the second episode, since I watched them all just bang, 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 I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. But the sound, the music score was great. But yeah. there's a scene where like there's guitars and stuff, but this drum kit comes in. And I mean, just straight up, it's a drum kit. And mm-hmm. it's like a mic, like you would have heard in the seventies, drum kit, not the the real <laughs> super hyper compressed kick drum. It just sounded like a goddamn drum kit in a room, and it was awesome. And I'm like, that is killer. And when it first happened, I thought that's in that's diegetics. So there's somebody there making a sound but it wasn't obviously it was just part of the music score but dude that was rad i'm i was glad to hear that yeah it i i like the 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 chances they took but it also wasn't extreme um it it definitely felt like a part it, it felt like mandalorian's score of course is obviously uh, is a amazing right mm-hmm. like it's it, it's it's a new it sounds different like it, it really fits with what's going on but it's also um, overwhelming at times, like mm-hmm. very in your face, right? And right, and right, Andor, right. while there are moments where it ramps up, it never it never like distracts from what's happening. You know what I mean? Is not not that not not a dozen Mandalorian, but like you're not you may not be as aware of at, at, at the music, but like when you hear it, like oh wow, they're really it's really adding mm-hmm. to the moment. You know, it's it's like I said, not that it doesn't Mandalorian. It's just the music was meant to be a big deal in the Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where this never, it's never the focal point. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there. But to it, add, it adds. It's, 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 it's another piece of the puzzle. You know what I mean? But regardless, man, I'm all in on this. Now, nobody else in my family has watched it. I feel like it's pretty mature and not in a, man, I can't let my kids see this kind of way, but in a, I don't think my kids would be super captivated by this kind of way. Yeah, there's a lot of a, like like a, like adult motive and thoughts going yeah. on that don't resonate with children for sure. Right. I think that they would have a hard time staying engaged in it. And I can yeah. already hear Stella complaining about it nonstop. Oh. 
Yeah, I want to call the, my friend <laughs> on my iPad. This sucks. Right, right. the the only the only the only like naive person that children could like you know uh, maybe like uh, relate to they killed. So you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like you know, there, there's no, there's no gullible like idiot like the like you know or like guy who's just making his way in there, some 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 young some young startup you know, so it's not as entertaining. And there's and there's no baby Yoda, so you know. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that are green, mm-hmm. man, he's just gonna just keep cranking them out, man. Just wow. Uh, we also watched She Hulk this week, yeah, and so. I gotta tell you, I really like the direction the show has taken, like the turn it's taken. In mm-hmm. this episode in particular, I I rather enjoyed it. The whole yep. premise of going to the the relative's wedding and yeah. being it was a tre- wedding rom com. Yeah, being treated like a complete butthole by the mean girls and all this mm-hmm. stuff and Titania being there and that whole bit and uh, (laughs) everything about it was great. And listen, I know that in this show that She-Hulk is supposed to be this super hot and, you know, great hair, blah, blah, blah. But then whenever she's Jen, that it's, she's not as desirable. Mm -hmm. Right? Dude, when she was walking around in her pajama shorts and stuff <laughs> at the beginning, look, I've always thought she was hot. And mm-hmm. the, that just added to that. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Now, I thought it was funny, too, how it, they, whenever it was supposed to be just her, it, it, mm. it switches to where you see the the title sequence again, and it's just Jen. I, yeah. I, thought, I thought that was that was pretty funny, man. <laughs> Are you digging the show? I I am at times and at times I'm not like 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 there's like I enjoy it but I feel like there's a lot of times that I realize it's like not necessarily meant for me you know what mm-hmm. I mean which is fine and I'm I think that's how it should go you know it's just that like it 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 it's not that it caters too much towards women it's just like I just don't I can't relate sometimes <laughs> you know right <laughs> yeah right. and I thought I feel like that should be fine you know yeah. but I do I do enjoy the humor in the show and I. And I, I personally do enjoy a good wedding rom com, and that's what that's what this was. You know, it, it, she was, it was, it was nice that she was treated nice by a guy who 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 liked her in her, her human form, or you know, you you hope it's not some kind of guy who because he got really excited when she turned into Hulk. So right. hopefully that was you know just a oh wow that happened, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it. She, it was nice to see her get a flirt with somebody who seemed to like her for being Jen. So yeah. that was cool. It I do like the humor in it. And yeah, there's a lot of it that I can't relate to personally. But, mm-hmm. and I will tell you this, man. And I mean, I I don't want to get into the whole discourse behind fandoms and mm-hmm. misogyny and all that. But there are a lot of things that you mm-hmm. see in this show that dudes do mm-hmm. that make oh, yeah. me wonder, have I ever done this? And if I have, God, I'm the worst. Because yeah. it's portrayed in a super realistic way that you can't deny watching it from the outside that it's not completely unacceptable behavior. Yeah. But how super common it is. Yeah. And when I was young, was I a complete 
ass like that to women? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I'd like to say no, but, you know. Well, even worse with the, in this show is they show how, I uh, use how commonplace, but like how like uh, people just aren't really upset by, by it when they see it happen. You know right. what I mean? They're like, oh, well, that's fine. You know, yeah. like, but it, it, there's a lot, but I'm, I'm kind of glad that she just kind of gets to like, I think it wasn't the last episode. She said, uh, what's one of the best things about being She-Hulk. She's like being able to jog at night with headphones on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's, you know, it, I, I like that she has that, that at least one woman gets represented as like being, having this freedom to like not be afraid anymore. Cause she's literally impenetrable. You know what I mean? Like she can't, right. you know, but and that's it's it's it, yeah. There, there's a lot. I'm not saying that I can't empathize with 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 the struggle of women. I grew up with women, but like I I clearly it's meant for women. The show, right? You know what I mean, right? And and that's, and that's yeah. And and that's why it's interesting. At the same time, you know. Yeah, but when I say I can't relate, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean those things haven't happened to me. Yeah, I certainly can empathize, but I can't. Yeah. You know, I I haven't walked. In those yeah. shoes, I guess. Yeah, we can't. You know, it's just it's, it's how it is. But I think I I there's a lot of things that I like want to show. The only thing that ever bugs me about this show is, is some of the CGI elements. I think it's kind of unavoidable, um, just be, given like her frame, like right. Could, because the Hulk himself is a big bulking thing. Mm-hmm. So like whenever there's something kind of odd that happens, like you don't really notice because he's just odd standing there. Right. Uh, but but like. She Hulk, she's she's got a slender figure and stuff. And I saw some behind the scenes where like they had like this really detailed like head walk around the background. Somebody had like either like, attached to their head, like how like uh, a mod best did with Jar Jar Binks uh-huh. like, a stick, so the actors can like act with it and stuff. But I think I think it's also just so they can capture some movements. And 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 sometimes it it, it, it kind of feels like somebody who's walking with shorter legs on the really tall head. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah like, like, yeah, like it seems kind of wonky, like her, her head movement. I'm not saying they used her head for that. I'm just saying they clearly tried to map where it was. <laughs> right. They, yeah. I follow it, what you're saying. Her neck feels a little, bo- uh, 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 bobble dollish sometimes. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. in reality, the, what you see on the screen versus like, here's the, where the head was, but the waist is actually much lower. Yeah. Almost yeah. like, uh, a Kaminoan. Yeah, yeah. Walking around. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good observation, Cruiser. You nailed it. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think I don't think that I don't think the CGI itself is bad. I, I just think they had to work with what they had. That's that's just the movements they have. <laughs> now, do you know how many episodes there are of this show? I thought there was eight. Um, but I but there could be as many as twelve. Yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure. Because I'm not ready for it to be over. I really yeah. do like it. I really want the one girl whose name now I can't recall that was hanging out with Wong in the one episode. Yeah. I want her to come back. <laughs> I hated her at first, but like but I've it's it's one of those things where I swear I I didn't like it, but then I kept thinking about her later. And, you know what it is? And I I was talking to Rachel about this yesterday. It's it's Sometimes people behave a certain way that's like really grinds against you. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't mm-hmm. like it. But after a while you realize it's they're being genuine. 
and then like and like you start to just accept it, and that's yeah. kind of what it. And then you and then like you just like you you identify that person with that feeling you have, and it's not so bad anymore. You know what I mean? One of the things that it reminded <laughs> me of is the episode of Parks and Rec where they merge Eagleton and Pawnee, yeah. and April's counterpart from Eagleton is Tennifer. <laughs> and she's like. Who's Winona? I see Gregory. Uh, you know, oh, it, can I be honest with you about something? It, it's, it's just her and I watching April saying she's the worst person I've ever met. I yeah. love her so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that just, that's what that girl makes me think of. But <laughs> that, it's funny oh. too that they just have something like that pop up in there. I wanted to say I liked uh, uh, seeing uh, Jennifer's assistant getting some uh, good good play in this last, this last episode to like you know flex her wings a little bit and show what yeah. she can do. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. You know I like all the the characters. I loved it the the guy who had married <laughs> all the women. Yeah, that was the major domo from the Book of Boba Fett. Oh yes, I wonder why his face looked familiar. I yeah, that's I recognize his voice first, actually, yeah. and yeah. then his face. But yeah, that's the mayor's major domo from the Book of Boba Fett, and uh, <laughs> it was a good choice. And you know what's funny is that whole plot of him killing himself to get out of being married. <laughs> that was <laughs> used, and I'm sure it's not the first time it's been used, but. In the television show, The Highlander. You recall okay. that show? Uh-huh, yeah. Roger Daltrey, the lead singer of The Who, was in a few episodes of it. And he mm-hmm. was an immortal who had been married a ton of times. And he would poison himself. <laughs> and they would bury him. Or, you know, it put him in a mausoleum or whatever. And then he would wake up a few days later and go on his merry way. <laughs> and I... Uh, so as soon as I saw this, I'm like, this seems very familiar, <laughs> but in a well, good way. What do they call himself? Mr. Mr. What was his name? Oh, I remember. Gosh. Well, now we got to look it up. You keep talking yeah. and I'll find out. But I, it's, it's funny that that's the second time in this show so far, there's been a man associated with like a lot of different women. <laughs> Yeah. Like you know, like like the eight different women were married to him, and then the and the uh, the other dude had seven soulmates waiting for him. <laughs> yeah, I just that was that was pretty great, man. And yeah. I loved that, uh, uh, like they were having to try to figure out okay the settlements mm-hmm. between everybody, you know, and the women who were like, listen, I had to be married to him for this long. I, I had stupidly had a kid with him. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that, but but you know, but but what was cool about it was they all solved it amicably. Amicably, I guess it's a word, you know what I'm saying? Amicably. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's one that trips me up. But I, I'm I'm uh I'm glad it was it was cool to see like the media of the minds. Oh yeah, we got this figured out. This you're giving up this, you're giving up this, you're giving yeah, whatever, whatever. And and like I like I like that the the thing he was least impressed with was the eye contact time. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. They decided to like, and she gets a a, a firm and sincere. I'm sorry, and 25 seconds or or 30 seconds of uninterrupted eye time or uh, eye engagement. And he's like, "Can we not negotiate on that?" She's like, "20 seconds." (laughs) 
Yeah, that I love that, and and the the fact that Mister Immortal is what it Mr. says. There it is. There it is. The, the, but just the fact that that bothered him so much. <laughs> That's interminable or whatever the term you yeah, use. Yeah, for yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really, yeah, I, yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, um, one thing, one thing that one thing, one thing I like about the show is it seems to every week have kind of like a happy ending in a weird way. Like even yeah. if it's not, even everything didn't turn out well, they kind of leave it kind of like, oh, well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Sometimes watching TV, this is one of the things that I loved about Parks and Rec. Yeah. Is that, listen, I watch television a lot of times to escape reality. Okay? Yeah. I don't need it to be just like real life. Mm -hmm. I don't, sometimes it's okay if everything just works out. Mm -hmm. I'm, that doesn't bother me. I know it's not real. Therefore, it doesn't need to be real. If I want to watch somebody get have life kick them in the ass, I'll just call up a couple of my friends. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah. I don't need to see more of that. There's plenty of it. It's okay to have a show that's goofy and funny and. Uh, and and I'm going to say it has one of the best endings in a teeny television show. I don't really care what anybody ever says. I I just I I think it's perfect convert perfect little show to have everybody kind of get what they wanted in the end. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. The Parks and Rec was like magic, man. Yeah. But and so with the show like this with She Hulk, I'm glad that it's going the way it is. Now you know is it's not like everything great. No. Yeah, but it's not. I, there doesn't need to be a ton of tragedy in this for the show to work out. And and I, I like that, I, I like that she seems to kind of be keeping it all together. Yeah, you know what I mean, even though she's really stressed out, she's still doing her job. She's still getting stuff done. Like like the but she's like the thing that she pays attention to the least is her clothing and, and trying to trying to like get that stuff worked out. And then she gets to go to that that you know that tailor who starts specifying to her needs and stuff and he's like she's like oh finally you know i can't find anything except linebacker clothes so that's great you know <laughs> <laughs> defensive lineman suits <laughs> yeah i love her man tatiana yeah. maslani she i've i think she rules she rules super hard and again yeah. she was in parks and rec so it's just all comes back around I, I will say overall that the show is a big risk, not for the content, but for the amount of CGI they're taking on for the show. I think yeah. that's I think it's a big risk, and it then and, and people and people will only use it further to drive a wedge in the conversation about a woman led show. You know what right. I mean? Which well, sucks. Here's, here, you can't have a character like that mm -hmm. without having the CGI be obvious. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, and I think that they've struck the right balance of being unapologetic about here's what our show looks like. Yeah, and yeah, I just I think it's great. But yeah, they did a, they, they did a good job branding themselves to being kind of like off kilter, and um, you know the 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 person the, the the main character herself isn't put together. You know she's to piecing it all together. She goes, and right. that it kind of it, it goes well with that. Not to mention the other marketing tactics they've done. It's just it just it just it yeah it just works. Uh, so I'm gonna tell you flat out, I have not 
watched a single episode of The Rings of Power. Have you been keeping up on it? I haven't watched the most recent one, but I have been, yeah. How is it still, like, as you've gone on? Well, once again, I'm bringing up the the thing. You guys, the, you guys are saying, but everybody on there was saying that they are enjoying the Game of Thrones more than the new Lord of the Rings show. And mm-hmm. I gotta say, I love both Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, but I think this Lord of the Rings show has me way more captivated than the new Game of Thrones show. I don't know if I'm just tired of seeing like I don't know what the 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 gore that is Lord, that is Game of Thrones sometimes because uh-huh. sometimes it's it's, a, it's just a lot it's just like okay we yeah. get it we are we, we are aware of what you're allowed to do I get it right uh, <laughs> but like Lord of the Rings that's not what it's going to be there's going to be some really dark moments and they're really dealing with really dark themes but it's not it's not constantly like literally smashing somebody's face in with your fist until their hamburger on the ground. You know what right. I mean? And not that that, not that, not that I'm not against, it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm fine with that, but it's just, you know, whatever. Um, but Lord of the Rings beyond that, the story itself so far is really interesting. And I was, I was convinced after the first episode, that it was going to be one that I wasn't going to be able to stay up for. Like I, I wouldn't be able to like stay awake for because uh-huh. it's because something moves too slow or has a really slow moment. I just, We'll just fall asleep. It doesn't yeah. matter what time it doesn't matter what time of day it right. is. Right. Yeah. Really, it doesn't matter just, if you just woke up from a nine hour sleep. No, no. Yeah. It, it's just it's just it's just how it goes now. And um that happened with me when I watched the first episode of Lord of the Rings, first episode of Game of Thrones, and the first episode of Andor. I fell asleep right in the middle of it. Like and like and but like it's it's one of those moments where you fall asleep and feel like you missed an hour of show, but you're the uh-huh. best about maybe three and a half minutes. Like, I I don't know where anything is. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh. And like, and like, and like you like go to rewind and try to remember in your foggy brain where you left off. And you're like, that was like four minutes. I was, Oh my God. <laughs> Trust um, me, man. Trust me. But I, I will say, it, get it. if you're going to give one of them a go and a show that you might be able to watch in front of your kids. I mean, there are some adult things that happen in some, bloody elements but overall i think lord of the rings is a show that you could watch around your family and this and this is a his this is gonna be be a little spooky at times there's Uh gonna be some scary creatures but if you let them watch the movies i think you'd be fine letting them watch the show um but there's a lot of really good characters and and like the i like the one of the things that one thing one thing I'm not a big fan about with the new new Game of Thrones series is it the it, the story doesn't feel as broad as it used to because it's really focusing on a family you know mm-hmm. so it's much more of a concentrated story but like the this Lord of the Rings story is doing a very good job of like holding together four or five different plot lines and gotcha. and telling and telling each one of the stories very well and you want to talk about. Uh, money put into a show. I know it's well documented. They spent like seven hundred and fifty million dollars making the show. I don't know if that's for the entire show or this first season. I don't know for sure. But what what whatever is doing, they're putting a lot of money into it because they really. It's so. It looks so good. Like if you, like if you watch it, you're like this. This shouldn't be how this looks. Mm-hmm. It's like I should really feel out of place here. And it. And they're you know of course there's. Moments where, like, oh yeah, well that, that's that's not real, but it's just it's how it goes. Right. But like I, one thing I want to say before I stop talking about it, the when they go to a uh, a, a dwarf like city under the mountain, 
and it, and it's not like in Lord of the Rings movies where it's all been burnt down and destroyed mm-hmm. and whatever. It is awesome. It is so yeah, cool. I bet that'd like, be pretty neat. There's a big waterfall that's going down through it, all this vegetation, like this really cool looking like town that's built out of the mountain and stuff and and just all their ceremonies they have and and it there's a the there's a woman um in there who like sings to the mountain and like it it reverberates through the entire mountain. It's a really cool effect and the music for it's really cool. And, I definitely uh, I definitely wanna see it. Like I haven't yeah not watched it because I'm not going to watch it. I just haven't yeah. managed to like get I'm not trying to spoil to anything. It. I'm not no, giving no, any no, plot no, points. Not at all. So I'm just saying like I'm trying to paint a picture. It's just like it's it, it feels so huge mm-hmm. but like still personal. Right. And and the actors they have, there's not a shitty one amongst them. Like nobody sticks out as being like they like feeling like feel like feel like they shouldn't be there. Um Everybody's taking their shit very seriously. Uh, the 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 lady play who plays Galadriel is awesome. Uh, if you remember, maybe anybody remember she was, um, oh my god, the the I always forget Kate Kate Blanchett in the mm-hmm. original Lord of the Ring movies. That's this is her and younger version or whatever. And yeah, it's super cool. Um, but yeah, I I that if if you want, I wouldn't go with Game of Thrones because you're never going to be able to get through all that and get to the relative nature of what's going on with the the dragon stuff. But like, if you have to like a day or like a day, just like watch the first episode of mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. It's I think it's something that if you because because you I mean you like that stuff. You like Tolkien, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like it'd be up right up your alley. It's it's yeah. it's really good. I'll definitely. I mean, I will watch it. I just yeah. I'm not sure when. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely will. I've got so many irons in the fire right now. I actually have <laughs> uh, a side gig the whole rest of this week in the evenings every day this week. Uh, nice. I'm running sound for a a show at the little theater that did the Shrek thing. It's yeah. a an actual like a vocal artist's performance. They're doing three days of tech rehearsals and three days of shows. It's like, that's God, nice. three that's, days That's rehearsals. right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> so I only have to run sound. don't have to drag any guitar gear out. But anyhow. Yeah, I got some cool stuff happening. Hopefully I'll be announcing sooner rather than later. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I got to make time to watch some TV. That's for sure. And yeah. Uh, there, there's been there's some been some good things going on for me too. Like um, besides just going to the Colts game, but like I've been doing spending a lot of time with my buddy Zach and his business going and stuff, and it's been really cool. And it's nice to see him like see him getting excited about it because he's kind of he kind of felt alone in all of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was he's he feels nice to have somebody there with him to like while he's setting everything up and like you know right, keeping him motivated. Right, right. And it's just. Yeah, it's cool to see because I know it's going to do. I know it's going to do really well. That's the thing, and and I'm excited for him. Excited to be a part of it. So it's nice to be it's nice to be a part of something. You know? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of being part of something, all of the people listening to this show, you're part of the Bad Motivators Collective fandom, and we really appreciate you. <laughs> and uh, if you want to be part of something even cooler than that. Patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators where you can get awesome bonus shows that uh, you'll love. And usually you don't have to put up with both of us at the same time. It's one or the other for a lot of it, for most of it. Actually, there's only been two episodes where we both have been on the same time. And those will be the last ones. (laughs) Good day, sir. (laughs) Listen, 
<laughs> Cruiser and I love each other. Okay. This whole uh-huh. thing is mostly a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it just works out. That's one of the things. It's like, listen, it's just easier when we're, you know, working yeah. around our own schedules. But uh, so definitely check that out, man. There's something there for everyone. And I really appreciate you putting all the work into these videos, dude. Yeah, man. It's been fun. Um, and and uh, $2 tier. Yeah. You can check out our merch on TeePublic and Redbubble. It's right there in the description. You can follow the show on Twitter at bad underscore motivators. You can check out Cruiser streaming on Twitch like a madman. The link's mad right man. down there in the show description. I'm going to put the link for my new Twitch channel down there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, man, there's really nothing left to say except this. Sweet, man. Well, hey. I think Taylor Swift is not playing the Super Bowl halftime show. And until next time, we are out of here. Goodbye. The bad motivators.